Welcome back to Archetype Aperture. I am Jim. This is another Every Other Daily Jim. <laughs> Not really. It's the Daily Jim, but I just didn't do one yesterday. It was a busy day. You know, sometimes we have those days. How many times do I have to apologize to myself and to you? Anywho, I was thinking today about role models and some other things as well. Uh, but role models, do you have a role model? I do. Like, and I mean, as far as photography goes, of course. And if you have other role models that are influential in your life that are not photography related, it could tie into the business. It could tie into that type of thing. Usually role models are people of strong character, people that have good values, things that you admire about them. There are things that you admire about them and that make you think that you would like to be more like that person. Is that okay? I think so. I think that you can take someone's model of life or the model that they're using for their life and apply it to yours. You don't have to necessarily be exactly like someone else. Uh, I think that's one of the things that makes us all individually awesome. And I don't know why I was thinking about role models today, but I thought I would talk a little bit about some of my role models in life and in photography. Um, my first role model was my oldest cousin. He lived with me for uh, probably about 10, 11, maybe 12 years. And he was kind of like my big brother. He's like he knew how to do everything. He's one of those guys that was not just a jack of all trades, but a master of none. But he was actually someone who knew, like if he started a project, no matter what it was, he would he knew how to do it working on cars, building house or like additional addition onto houses, plumbing, tiling, electricity, uh, anything with his hands. He was very handy and he would, he was very smart and he knew a lot of things about working with your hands. And I found that very intriguing. I found that, and he was very insightful. It was, you know, he was, younger than I am now when he lived with me. So he was in his thirties, but it seemed like he was wise beyond his years kind of thing. And that made me really cue in and listen to what he had to say. And he was very influential in the way that I, I am today. The thought pattern that I have was a very no nonsense type of thought process that he had. And I think it steered me in, in, a, in a, it got me back on course because I could have gotten far off course in my life. I could have gone far to the dark side, I guess. I could have been one of these like, and I hopefully I don't offend anyone by saying this, but I could have been someone that's extremely sensitive and overly worried about everything that everybody thinks and says and, and gets offended by every single thing. And I'm just not one of those people. I believe that my actions are my responsibility. And if other people do things that I don't like, that's a problem I have, not a problem that they have because I don't like it. 
So I, I adopted all these things in my life, and I've kind of lived by the, by the code. I, I created my own code, and I've kind of lived by that my whole life. Now, my granddad, of course, he was another, he was like a, one of, like a matriarchal male in my, in my family, for me anyways. He was one of those guys that just didn't talk a lot. He didn't, have, he didn't speak all the time, but when he did... It was something very important. It was something that was, it meant something. <clears throat> so I, I also adopted that. And I try, to, I try to put that through into this podcast, but it doesn't always, it doesn't always translate. And that's okay. But I, I do work on it and I do practice, I try to practice that as well. I don't, that is sometimes that's why I don't do I don't record a podcast because if I don't have anything good to talk about or good to say, I don't really want to be talking about it. It's not one of those things. It's one of those things where I don't really just want to sit on here and jibber jabber, but sometimes I do. And that's okay, I think, in my opinion. Um, but I, I'm interested to know who some of your role models are. And if you even have role models, maybe you're a completely self-sufficient human being and you've never needed a role model. Maybe it's your mom. Maybe it's your dad. Maybe it's your your little sister or, or your dog even. I don't I don't know. I mean, as far as life role models, I, I can't. Who's to say what's right and wrong? I would hope that it's not someone that does bad things or has bad intentions. I, I would hope that it's someone that that it has strong character and uh, all of the good things but you just never know and who am I to say what's right for you and what's wrong for you but these are some of my uh, role models like I said I I didn't have very many growing up and uh, a, a bit of personal information about myself my father took his life when I was just a wee lad I was probably about two and I don't know, my psychologist, psychiatrist, psychologist, my psychologist, my therapist, whatever they are calling themselves these days, um, she kind of thinks that it's, I have problems trusting other men, and which is a weird thing, and, and, and developing relationships, friend relationships with other men, and I, that is also something that I've worked on because I've since I've known I, I've been in and out of therapy a lot in my life. And, and I could say it's because of what my dad did or or how it you know affected me, what have you. But I've, I am of the sound mind that I believe that therapy is good for everyone. Therapy can be good for anyone, even if you feel like you're a very well balanced and you have no issues going on ever and you're always just right as rain. I feel like therapy could still be good for you. There could be parts of your life that you need assistance or you need guidance or just help finding the root cause of what it is that ails you um, or figuring out if there even is anything that, that ails you. I, I find that finding the root cause of our, our problems kind of helps us. Once you know where it started, you can kind of start to work backwards from there and kind of correct the issues and definitely my dad you know growing up without a father 
kind of it did change the way I look at life and and people and and most likely well according to her that is most definitely the reason that I have such a hard time trusting other men or developing other male relationships and so, so I mean that's something I've had to work on and and that it so for me it's it's a difficult thing but role models were difficult to find for me because I didn't seek them out it would almost have to be something that was serendipitous I guess is the right word I, I mean it was something that would have had to have been just by chance this person came into my life and I've had a lot of those or a handful I wouldn't say a lot I've had a handful of those people over my life time and I'm 46 years old I've lived on this earth for 46 years and um you know I've had like I said a handful of men that I would actually listen to and actually think about as someone that would be someone I looked up to maybe you've had more maybe you've had a different experience maybe you've had a similar experience I'm not sure but I am curious to find out what your role who your role models are uh, whether it's again whether it's life or photography related it doesn't matter to me if there's any personal stories that you feel like sharing with me I won't share those with anyone else unless you tell me otherwise if you tell me that I can share that story I will definitely do that. And you can email me, um, jwmphoto1 at gmail.com. If it's a good story and you feel like you wouldn't mind sharing it, I might actually see if you'll call me and leave me a voicemail so I can play it in these podcasts. If you're interested in that, if you don't want it to be put out in, into the public, obviously I will, you know, respect your right to privacy and I will keep that between the, between us. And obviously I would never call anybody, call anybody out by name or what have you. On the other hand, uh, there are those role models that I have developed over time as far as photography goes. And it's a very short list. And it's probably some people that you've you've heard of definitely before. <clears throat> These are the people that I came across in when I started back into photography and shooting digitally and all of those things. Like I, these are the people that really influenced me, and, and these are the 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 big guys. You know, the people that don't even know they've influenced me, but or or have been a role model to me, and. I'm perfectly fine with that. I don't care if they ever know. I don't think that they need to know. I think that they know that there's going to be a, a, a certain amount of people that listen and watch what they do and that feel that feel the way I feel about them. And I'm not like saying that these are the best people in the world to follow or to look up or you know, look up to or, or be, let them become your role model. But they are some, they are people that know a lot about their craft. And as such, they teach these things and it, it, it helps. It's very helpful when you're just learning and, and coming up in the world. What I do is not, I don't believe I'm, that it's on the same level of, of teaching that they teach. And I'm working on that. 
they've been doing it for a lot longer than I have, and they've developed a style and a way about them that they know will be something that is received very well by a lot of people. But the first one being, of course, first and foremost, is Peter McKinnon. If you are a photographer and you're just getting it started or if you're, you've been shooting for a while and you don't know who this gentleman is, you need to do yourself a favor. Go on YouTube and follow him, subscribe to his page, whatever you want to call it, and watch some of his very first videos. Even now, I mean, but he's getting more into like filmmaking because that's something that interests him. He likes the finished product of a nicely uh, edited and, and, and well thought out film if as it were and so all of his all of his youtube shows are shot that way which is kind of interesting to me and i guess it's a great practice to make sure that you are that you are getting the most uh practice for that craft um doing everything that you do to the best of your ability and trying to push your limits and again, he, he just, everything the dude does, it's almost unreal. you like, look at this guy and he's like, he's like a magician. He's good with cards. He's a leather worker. What else does he do? Uh, I, I don't, you know, he's, he's just really good with, I mean, obviously a photographer, a filmmaker, uh, he's really, really good at what he does. But like I said, it's, it's almost to the point where you're like, is this guy even real? He's a robot. It's not real. Uh, if you hear the uh, any noise in the background, there is a landscape company cutting grass right near where I'm recording. Any hoot. Um, the next person I would say is Jared Poland. Has, is definitely someone that I've gravitated towards. I found him actually through Peter McKinnon. I was watching one of his videos one day and Peter had a question about gear. So he said, who's the best person to ask? Uh, no, nobody other than Jared Poland. So he called him up and did like a video chat with him. And it was, it was, it was obviously staged and set up, but it was still, I was like, okay, who is this guy? And who does he think he is? <laughs> he knows all this stuff. Like really? So I went on his page and he really does know his stuff. He's been, making these YouTube videos and, uh, and he's more gear related. He is a, an excellent photographer. Don't get me wrong. I actually have one of his uh, photographs that he was giving away. Uh, it was a, it was a, he called it the 365 or whatever, where he would, he would give away a picture for every day. I mean, but, or a print for every day of the year. But I, I won one of those. It was a Louis Anderson, and he was getting makeup put on him or what have you. And it was actually a really good black and white photo. I still have it to this day, and it's a big-ass pr print. Whoopsies. I said the A word. <laughs> it's all good. It was a, it's a big-ass print, and um, I still have yet to frame it and put it somewhere because, honestly, one, until I get my garage, a.k.a., studio finished out I'm not really going to have a place to put things like that but once it's done I will select certain art pieces to hang on the walls but and that will definitely be among them um as far as that goes I 
I really don't pay attention much to a lot of other photographers out there. There's a plethora of photographers out there and they're all trying to, they're all trying to help us. They're all trying to help you. They're all trying to help me to, to level up our game and to get better at what we're doing and showing us tips and tricks and, you know, things of that nature, techniques, I like better than tips and tricks, but they show us techniques that we could use in our own photography and not just in shooting, but also the editing process and um, what have you. Now, on the audio side, um, oh gosh, I'm going to draw a blank right now. <laughs> I can't remember his name. Uh, it'll come, it will come to me. I, I, I'm having a brain moment at this a brain and fart, I guess is what I would should say. But those are just some of my role models and people that I look up to. And I'm really going to be bothered by that until I look this up. Hang on a second. Let me, this road reporter app, apparently whenever you pause or whenever you leave the screen, it will pause the audio right where you stopped. And it will pick right back up. So it's going to sound kind of weird because I'm going to start talking about... So I'm just going to say the guy's name. And that's when you know I've come back to the recording. That's where I've cut it. Tom Buck. That's my audio guy. And he's not like one of these like studio guru people. But he came up and he is actually... He was a teacher teaching film and photography and audio and all these things. And now he's on YouTube full time doing that as well on there. Probably he's a little bit more free with his work, with his curriculum as far as that goes. But he is definitely somebody that I, I, I look to when I have a question about a microphone or if I need an, an example of uh, an interface, how, how it sounds and how it, how it actually interfaces with the microphone and the computer versus another one. And he does a lot of those types of videos, but I digress. I'm going on and on. That was pretty much, well, actually that wasn't the whole of the, that was just the beginning. That was just my beginning thoughts. And we're already at like almost 19 minutes. I was actually, what I wanted to talk about was like what cameras they have on the space station. <laughs> and after all of that, that sounds that seems kind of lackluster, doesn't it? But I will tell you. So apparently they use all Nikon's as of I think four months ago on this on this note of, on this uh, publication here. But they use a D four, and they use a twenty four to seventy two point eight uh, VR, the an eight hundred millimeter f five point six uh, VR lens and an AF. SFXTC 14E3 one. <laughs> wow, that is a mouthful. Oh, that's a, a one one and a quarter teleconverter. So you get it, it, it turns your lens into a tele. Uh, my brain, just forgive me. It's a teleconverter at any rate. But yeah, that's that's pretty much that. I could I guess I could have made a whole podcast about that, but I. I did a slight amount of research and that's about all. I didn't go crazy, but I thought it was kind of interesting to find out what kind of, cause it, to me, outer space is so cool. And you know, if you're a flat earther, that's okay. If you're a, a glober, whatever they call 
people that I, I don't care, whatever they call it. People have different, you know, believe whatever you want to believe. But those are the cameras that are on the space station. And I think it's really cool because they take awesome pictures. And imagine your camera being in outer space. Hmm. I'll leave you with that thought. But please, ladies and gentlemen, boys and ghouls or girls, you know, I was just trying to be funny. Uh, But don't forget to leave a comment, leave a review and on Apple podcasts or a rating on on Spotify. Excuse me for the throat clears again. I don't have my editing gear here in the in the vehicle, but um, please leave your reviews on Apple podcasts or Spotify and if you'd like to email me, again, it's jwmphoto1 at gmail.com. You can get a hold of me on any of my social media accounts, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Oh, that'll probably be my next uh, conversation with you is going to be Twitter. Ooh, or is it? I, I, I can't say it on here. They cut out the W on Twitter, and somebody said that it's Twitter is no longer, it's about to be dead. So anyways, that's that's a little teaser for next time. Maybe, maybe I'll talk about that. At any rate, guys, I thank you so much. Hopefully uh, you learned a little something about me and hopefully I get to learn a little something about you and we can just all share. And I love you and I will see you in the next one. Bye.